Green is negative 200, 220, 240, 260. Fahrenheit. Um, correct. Yep. Right. Wow. So I didn't realize um, it was that cold, actually. It was insane. And you're in there for three And that's months. green. Right. right. Welcome, everyone, to Here for the Health of It podcast. We are Columbia's hottest and still fastest growing podcast. Uh, we're, uh, we're posting stuff on Instagram. You guys are seeing us everywhere. We got some behind the scenes stuff. We got a new look. Um, and then we have a special guest today. We have John Hooks, who's the owner of Icebox Cryotherapy. It's in Forest Acres, 4609 Forest Drive. Pretty brand new to the Columbia area. Um, we tried it out last week, actually. Um, and he's going to tell us all about it, what what made him want to open it, and then what the benefits are of it and what he's seeing with some people. So welcome to our podcast. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. So you started. Opened in June, you told me that you started building out. July. The, or Guy doesn't July. listen. It's July, right? July 16th. Yeah, he doesn't listen already. And you started building it out in May. Correct. So you had a dream for this beforehand then, I guess. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's a franchise. So we actually signed um, to do it last October, or excuse me, last September, September of 21. Um and you got to go through the paperwork and there's a whole process and they kind of lay it out for you. The playbook, the building, the build out for the location actually started in May. May. So it takes okay. about eight to 10 weeks to build out the studio. And what's the process for that? Because I know a lot of people like the idea of opening, having their own business or maybe help having a franchise who can help them with some of the branding. But I, I wouldn't even know what the process is to start. Mm -hmm. For signing with the franchise? Yeah. Uh, you pretty much go through a discovery day. They find um, you. Did you yeah. reach out to them? Well, or they we reached out to them, and it was a mutual, um, mutual friend. So I'll kind of circle back around and start from the beginning. We got in the cry or thought about doing this here in Columbia. It's actually my ex boss or my wife's ex boss. He got out of the pharmaceutical business, um, and he owns the one in Alpharetta, Georgia, in Woodstock. He reached out to my wife pre-COVID and said, hey, this is, I know John's always wanted to do something on his own, his own business. You should come down and check this out. It's kind of right up his, his alley, you know, dealing with athletes, you know, helping people, just making people smile. Um, and it's all health conscious. So we went down there, um, you know, pre-COVID, looked at it, did all the due diligence, talked to the CEO. She's got to vet you, you know, make sure that you're kind of the right fit. Yeah, um, what, what kind of questions was she asking you? Uh, how old are your kids? Where do they go to school? They kind of, you know, run a credit check. Uh, What's your third favorite color? Uh, correct. You know, <laughs> the, customer the, service, they kind of, you know, you kind of role play a little bit with them. What, um, what kind of role playing? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I can't get into that much detail. <laughs> Quite the um, interview process. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, they, they really just kind of see who you are. You know, your personality, if you're going to, you know, welcome guests in and um, you know, asked about my background, my wife's background. Um, just did a little due diligence on their side because I've, I've spoke to numerous folks that they have sent that they have vetted and I've talked to them about, you know, my experience in the first six months. And just shared some information with them. And then I followed back up with corporate and said, hey, where did uh, Joe Blow, you know, did he ever open up in Frisco, Texas or wherever? Oh, John, we decided to go a different direction. 
So I didn't ask any more details. So there is a strenuous process for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you have to come to the table with some money probably too. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yes. So there's <laughs> yes. a vetting, yeah. there's yeah. a vetting process right. that not just anyone can walk in and That's say, right. yeah, I want to start this. You got to add the finances behind you to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but we were going to do it pre COVID and, um, I'm very, very conservative. So we kind of thought about it, slip on it. I told uh, my wife, I said, let's sleep on this for about 48 hours. And within those 48 hours, the whole country shut out. Right. So I was like, man, the man Smart, upstairs yeah. was sending me a lesson or, a, you know, a note. This isn't yeah. the right time. Wow. So we didn't obviously didn't do it during COVID and thankful we didn't. And post COVID, here we are. Yeah. So that's kind of how we got into that's it. That's awesome. So what you mentioned your background, what is what was you and your wife's background before you guys purchased the franchise and started doing this? So my wife's been in the she's in the pharmaceutical business and she still is. Um, she works for Takeda Pharmaceuticals, been with them for 21 years. She's kept her uh, kept her job. I was in the waste industry for 21 years um, and just kind of decided to, to do our own thing. So she still got her corporate job and this is kind of my baby to grow. Nice. Um, waste, like waste management, the, um, like that big golf tournament out in Arizona. Correct. Yeah. Really? Did My, you ever go to that? No, I never got an oh. opportunity to go to that, but, uh, yeah, I worked for them for about 13 years. That's a big, I heard it's, awesome things about that company. Uh, it's $13 billion a year. It's a monster. Jeez. Wow. It's huge. It's, uh, yeah. they own the landfill out right on here. Spears Creek church road. Probably yeah. 80% of the waste gets buried there from the state of South Carolina. It gets shipped all the way here. Yep. Really? Yeah. I always wondered about that. I drive past that uh, not too long ago and thought, like, that's a lot of, I mean, that's a big mountain. Yeah. They, I don't know what, when I was over there, it was taking in about 2,500 to 3,000 tons a day. Jeez. That's, that's a lot. We create a lot of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so I guess take us through um, the treatment, like a day in the life of person comes in, wants to get treated. What does that first visit look like and kind of what we went through last week? First visits, uh, you know, they usually walk in the door and we, we greet them. And um, first thing we ask them is, uh, how'd you hear about us? Mm-hmm. And kind of get their expectation of what they're looking for. And we get a variety of answers back. I don't know. I was just walking by and it said icebox and I wanted to walk in and, yeah. you know. and Buy some groceries. That's right. <laughs> um so we'll just we just take them through the, you know, through the whole studio. We show them the box. We tell them that they're in there for three minutes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them. Well, why would anybody want to do that? You know, why would right. they want to get halfway naked and get in a freezer and get cold? Right. And uh, we tell them all the benefits of it. You know, of inflammation, it flushes inflammation out, it releases endorphins. Uh, athletes do it for recovery, pain management. You know, we go through the whole gamut of the benefits of it. The big thing is, is also you get in the box for three minutes, it burns 500, 800 calories. So that usually, that usually gets somebody's interest, uh, right. Right. So, um, but then we walk them through the leg compressions and talk to them about that, share with them our beauty services. Um, and they usually just sitting there with their eyes wide open. Um, and the next thing we do is say, Hey, you want to try it? So we kind of run them through them, you know, run through it. And, uh, they usually smiling when they yeah. leave. Yeah. So it's uh it was a cool experience. And I like the so you uh the digital paperwork was nice. That made the process really easy, just kind of checking yeah. the boxes, making sure. What do you know off the top of your head 
people that are listening that wouldn't qualify or wouldn't would be at a risk to to do this type of therapy? Pacemaker. Pacemaker. Okay. Yeah. And if there's ever any, uh, we we have a couple guests that say, "Hey, can I do this because I've got this condition?" Right. We always just say, "Listen, we're we're not a licensed professional. Sure. Um, get clearance from your doctor." Um, so it's, but we've it's probably been a half a percent. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody. Everybody qualifies for it. Right. Can do it. And I, I'm from I'm from Canada where minus forty is not that uncommon. Right. And everybody there walks around. So yeah, it's right. Yeah. I, I can't see being that cold that dangerous for someone. Only only really probably good for them. Right. And the I think they're are they called ice baths or what what's the name for the new Yeah. The, or the plunge, like polar plunge. Polar plunge. Or, yeah. yeah. People are paying thousands of dollars to get those polar plunges in their house now. And this is oh, kind yeah. of the same or spending money on principle. ice. Yeah. Like just buying ice buying, every day yeah. to dump it in your tub. Um, well, so that being said, like talk, I, you handed me the, um, like almost like a ski, ski range where you have a beginner green, you have a blue, you have a black diamond and then double black diamond. There were different temperatures on that. What were the temperatures of each of those? I so, don't think I got that. Did I? Oh, you didn't? I don't think I got that. Yes, the magnet. For, yeah, that was VIP. Oh yeah. That's the yeah, VIP yeah. room. <laughs> you, didn't, you weren't, <laughs> you didn't get that. So the, the manual states um, that it just is real easy. It's green is negative 200, 220, 240, 260. Oh, Fahrenheit. Um, correct. Yep. Right. Wow. So I didn't realize um, it was that cold actually. It was insane. And you're in there for three And that's minutes. green. Right. That's green. And yes, compound therapy. So yeah. you, we've got folks that do double black. We've got females that do double black. There wow. was just one of our regulars in there a little I while ago. And, there. Uh, she jumps in there and she's built her way up though. She's yeah. in there four or five days a week. Yep. So it's definitely a compound therapy. Yeah. And it, what's the, so the double black, what's the temperature of that? 260. So minus 260. Mm -hmm. That's insane. <sighs> yeah. And, and, and so when we were in there, the thing that I found um, was like, it was almost like you have to really think about your breathing and just controlling your breathing. Cause it's that it's shocking. But the nice part that you mentioned to me is uh, opposed to like getting in your tub and doing ice, you're not wet. So you could tolerate a much colder temperature um, as long as you could just make sure you're like, or at least for me, it was maybe it just come out of shape, but I'm, I'm like <laughs> sitting there thinking like, am I going to stop breathing? I'm, I'm huffing and puffing. Right. Um, but it was nice because the, the way you guys have it, you're in the, it literally is like a two foot by three foot phone booth kind of freezer. Right. And then there's a light that, that counts its way up or, or lights its way up to the top. So it was nice because we could see how much time was in there and then know that, all right, I just got to tolerate this for a little bit longer and just continue to think about breathing. Right. Um, but that being said, with the, with the like not getting wet side of it, um, how long could somebody go in there? Like why the three minutes was the So that's, the that's a great question. Um, everybody asked that. Yeah. So if, I'm standing there and I put you in the box and you go in there for three minutes. Obviously the lights on the side shows the person, the guest where they are in their session. But for some reason that I forget about you, that you're in the box, but we always have somebody staying there and you forget to come out for some reason, you go unconscious or something. Yeah, yeah. The, the machine, there's a safety device. The machine will shut off in five minutes. That's why when you got out, whoever was there right. had to say chamber is safe. It will completely shut down. So it will not allow Longer. somebody to freeze the death in there gotcha. it just the systems shuts down so it's a safety device 
That's what I was wondering, because, yeah, if somebody does fall, I mean, it's not like you guys have cameras in there you could, no, you could we see. No, we do not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was wondering if somebody did stop breathing. That's good to know that there's some mechanisms there to, to prevent that. Yep. And, and when you get in there, you get, you gave us head wireless headphones, and then you say, well, what kind of music do you want to listen to? Right. And I chose Justin Bieber, obviously. But I'm <laughs> curious what the most common songs are that you hear over and over. Man, that's a – I don't know. I haven't been keeping track of that. There, it's all over the all over the map. You know, the females are usually the Christmas version of Mariah Carey or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the athletes are more of the, the hip-hop. You know, um, we've got a um, employee in there, Boozer. He's almost like our DJ. Yeah. So somebody, when a guest says, hey, just put me on something I'm going to like, I'm like, Boozer, come here. I'm not a good person for this. And he <laughs> usually, he's probably batting a 1,000. So wow, um, it just varies. Yeah. That'd be funny to do like a, a top 10 um, thing at the, at the, at the, yeah. at the, uh, that's a great box. idea. We might do that. <laughs> And so I was thinking about this too when I was there. You mentioned it's like you, you called it squeeze and or freeze and squeeze. Freeze and squeeze. So it was you get you do the cold and then you go out and do the compression stuff. Um, any thought on like does it matter what order you go in? Is there any? Okay. We there's not any order. I was reading this morning uh, about it too, and a lot of folks, you know, they jump in the box freezer is what we you know obviously call it for recovery. Now athletes are starting to do it before they go work out. They're starting to come and do the cryo because it gets their blood flowing. Uh, They feel more flexible and they feel more calm when whatever they're doing, if they're running 10 miles or lifting weights or playing a basketball game, everybody's starting to do it beforehand, especially runners. Yeah. Yeah, I could say, I mean, you you do feel invigorated like right afterwards that that your body is going through that shock. That's those endorphins that yes. are releasing. You feel that boost of energy. Yep. So. And what, what, who would you say your target market or target demographic? Like what person I, I know I can see the athlete side of it. Is there anybody else that you guys have in mind that would be like, yep, this is who we're it's what's so great about this business is everybody. Yeah. Everybody's a candidate. I mean, we've, we've got guests that are, you know, elderly, you know, 60 years old and older, and they have arthritis in their knees or their ankles. And, you know, they've came in here and we've done the spot treatment or they've jumped in the box and they just come back and they say, John, I've never slept so good. You know, it just, it helps the inflammation. Um, Athletes are obviously huge candidates for us. Uh, Tennis players. I mean, it's, it's a wide variety. I mean, you, you can get in the box from age 12, to whenever. Okay, so that, that was my so, next question about kids. Right. 12 Kid, and up. Would you just have to have an, uh, you know, adult sign for you. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that's what's so great about it. There's not just one demographic. Uh, it can help everyone. Yeah. So 60 years old is elderly. Because uh, when I heard you say elderly, <laughs> like 60 years old, it made me think, is that elderly now? Probably not, because I'm getting, I'm getting closer up. to it. I know that. I, that's what I. That's what I, <laughs> I think. The older I get, the older I want elderly to be. Yeah. <laughs> Your oldest person. What do you think the oldest person who you? Has been my father's there? been in there, and he's seventy-eight. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, my my father-in-law, he's seventy-seven. He's been in there. My mom's been in there. Um, I'd probably say over eighty. 80 yeah, has been yeah, in there. That's. 
And then I'm sure there's some people too, who, when they go in there, they get in there for a minute and they're like, this is, this is too cold. You know, believe it or not, when we first opened in July, when folks were coming in during our grain opening, I think we probably had two back out. Yeah. And they came out with like, you know, they've been in there two and a half minutes and they just didn't understand the lights. Uh, and, we, and we've had some folks say, Hey, you know, two minutes in or half halfway in, I just put my row back on because I was getting a little bit cold. Yeah. I mean, we've had, but we hadn't had, knock on wood, anybody has just bust out of there saying, God, I did not like that at all and blah, blah. You know, right. I just, right. why'd you make me do that? <laughs> yeah. we, we have not had one person knock on wood. So. Yeah. Nice, because I was thinking you could create a wall of shame for that. Uh, that's what I was thinking too. We <laughs> yeah. have a wall of shame where you think, the yeah, like you didn't make out. it and you get a Polaroid. <laughs> um, so when when people show up, they you don't have to wear anything special because you guys provide robes. You had socks, slippers, um, gloves, a hat. Um, now the mask. I was wondering about the mask. Is the mask just so like when you're breathing, it it helps you breathe better? Like meaning keeping the temperature in. Yeah, we recommend it the first time. So first time folks in there, we just give them a mask and they can pull it down on their chin if they don't really want it. But we yep. just like them to have it in case, you know, they need it in the middle of the session. Yeah. I did it the first time. I never use it. Right. Um, me neither. Yeah. And yeah. I, but then I thought about it, I was like, maybe that would have helped me breathe because it would have kept my me a little bit warmer. I mean, it might, it'll keep your nose a little bit warmer yeah. and your, your lips, but I don't. Yeah, that's where I felt them. I felt my nostril hairs freezing right. first. Right. Well, if you, it's, I do it now. I, I usually inhale through my nose and blow it out my mouth when I'm in there. Right. You try to get that cold feeling through there. But if you don't breathe through your nose, you won't, yep. you won't get it. Yep. And, you're, and how often are you doing it right now? I do it every day that I'm in there. Um, yeah. And when I, back to the compound therapy, I mean, if we go out of town and I don't do it for three or four days and I come back, I can tell. I mean, it's kind of like exercising almost, yeah. you know, if you're running three miles every day and then you take a week off and you go back and run, you can kind of tell that you fell out of shape or. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, and then, so then you were talking about earlier too, you said before we started, you said there's 16 of them mm -hmm. right now. Um, Correct. Icebox. In and the, the name country. is Icebox Cryotherapy in the country. Correct. You're the only one in Columbia. The next closest one is Charlotte, it sounds like. Yeah. We're the only one in South Carolina. In South Carolina. Oh, wow. Correct. Nice. So what, what does that look like? Is there a dream to do more of them? Is that kind of in the plan? So, yeah. The next next stop would be Greenville, um, yeah. Charleston's uh, in the earmarked area, Savannah's an earmarked area. Um so that's kind of in the state, you know, believe it or not, I was looking into the Myrtle Beach area, but, um, you know, corporate does their um, market studies as well. Yeah. Probably just two tourists, but it seems like it'd do really well in the summer. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I imagine the summer, is it, do you think it'll be tougher in the winter or have you noticed any changes since? You know, it's, um, it, talking about the benefits, you know, that's the first thing people say, oh, John, I don't want to do it because it's November or December yeah, yeah. and it's 30 degrees outside. Believe it or not, it helps your immune system. Right. You know, with flu season and all that, if you continue to do it. Yeah. Um, but we, our regulars have, it, it don't matter if it's raining, sunny yeah. outside, cold, they're, they're in there. And what so. also is nice is that the speed at which you can get in and out of there. Oh. Um, it's literally like you show up. Now, with your regulars, I guess, do they, how do they, do they sign in, swipe in, just wave? What's so the we, so you can schedule online through the MindBody app or okay. you do walk-ins, you know, um, 
the folks that we that we know that are regulars, we just usually hold up one, two, or three on our hand, and that means what changing room they go to the change, and then they just meet us at the box. Nice. They're in and out twelve minutes of they're just doing cryo, yeah. and nine of those twelve they're changing clothes. Yeah. Wow. So it's uh it's kind of quick in and out. It's yeah. A lot easier than an ice bath. And it's membership based. Then it's is it like you can pay like a gym membership, or you have a you get eight times a month or right. Six you times can. With membership based, um, you're going to come out a heck of a lot cheaper if you do the membership, um, but you can pay per session if you want. Um, but we, 99% of our folks are, are members. Yep. Yeah. Now, w- um, let's talk about some of the esthetician stuff. That's Is that mainly utilizing still cold temperatures? Correct. Is that kind of what makes them unique versus, say, going to Urban Nirvana or another spa? Right. So of- they use the same machine. Um Brett. As for the localized um, or spot treatment. Gotcha. So they use the, the elephant and they do a basket weaving motion on your face. Um, and it's the cold nitrogen. Really? So, so everything that we do is obviously non-invasive. Yeah. Um, and it's cold therapy. Yeah. And so you can use that on your, like if you have tennis elbow or tendonitis yep. or something like that, then you can Absolutely. go in there and instead of just, you can get into the box, but you can also go to the, is she, is she an esthetician? Is that what? Yes. Or that's what you, yeah, she she can do specific things like that. Yeah, on the anywhere area. on your body, your yeah. elbow, your back, um, knees, ankles, neck. Uh, Laura, we had somebody come in the other day and said, my neck's killing me. Yeah. I slept on my neck wrong. And she's came in the last two days and she's like, oh, I can move my neck again. Work so directly on it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, so. I bet speed. I mean, it, the speed of what you feel better is, is fast. Right. Well, um, and then, so then on the entrepreneur side, then I want to, I'm curious about a few lessons that you've learned in your first six to eight months of being an entrepreneur. Expenses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, at first, the good thing about being up under a franchise, they've got a playbook and they tell you what you have to purchase and you don't have to spend energy on how you're going to set your studio up because they have everything where the chairs go, the pictures are hung and all that. So that's, you know, you don't have to spend any energy there. Um, big thing was, is, you know, once you start tracking expenses, my labor was out of hand the first couple months because right. I didn't know any better. You know, you got to figure out what your traffic flow is and, you know, um, w- when you need people. And the biggest things, me walking in and I've got three people on the clock and right. they're not doing anything. They're looking at Facebook. I'm like, hmm, right. I need to start dialing into this. So that was probably one of the the big things is the expenses. I mean, right. they can, <clears throat> the franchisee or franchisor can explain to you and tell you, but until you kind of get into the, yeah, to the war zone, you, you got to figure it out yourself. Yes. Right. So we've, we've got that dialed in pretty much to last, um, this will be our six month. Um, so we've got that and this are always tweaks to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's something nobody really talks about. At least in chiropractic school, we we didn't really know what to expect with staff either. That was the right. hardest part. And nobody tells you that everybody wants more money. You know, they right. everybody wants more money, more hours, oh, more yeah. responsibility. But you have to, you know, manage manage that, and you have to figure out what you can do. I think most probably most business owners would love to pay their staff as much as possible, but oh, yeah. you, you just can't do that unless you have the money coming in. That's right. Yeah. Do you, does corporate help you with social media or is that your responsibility you guys locally? They do. Um, they, they put their corporate ads out like the promos and things like that, but we've also got a hand in it too. Um, we're big on, 
like when you folks came through, your staff came through taking pictures and yeah. just kind of relating it back to the studio and thanking, you know, businesses that came in or members. I mean, I think that just feels a little bit more better. And then you can tag your friends yeah. and it kind of just helps you advertise. Exposure and all that yeah. good stuff. You are, know? You, are you a big Facebook guy, Twitter guy? You no, know, I'm, I'm not a social media guy at all. <laughs> and luckily I've got a good staff that is – that you know, them. are yeah. really, really good at it because I have no clue. Sometimes I just say, post this and tag everybody. That's right. all I know. <laughs> that's, about, that's about as deep as it goes. I say, for me. I say stuff like that too. <laughs> um, with, the, uh, with the franchise, are there territory rights? Like, would you have, if, if there is another one that opens up in uh, South Carolina, do they talk to you first to see if? Yes, I've, I've got a good relationship with the CEO and, um, and she called me about two months after we opened and said, man, you're doing so well. You know, you ready to do another one? I was like, man, it's only been 60 days <laughs> right. and I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, <laughs> heck yeah. I want to do it, you know? Um, but she's been very, very good to me. And, um, she just said, Hey, I think you're a huge, you know, a big candidate to have multiple stores yeah. and definitely, uh, you would be approved. And the way we're going to kind of set this up is, if I have somebody that comes into South Carolina and wants to do an icebox in Greenville or, you know, somewhere else, I'm going to give you first right of refusal. Nice. And I said, that's about all I can ask. So, um, and I think we're getting close. I definitely want to do another one. Yeah. Um, that's got to make sure it's the right timing. Sure. And make sure I know what I'm getting into again. And, um, you know, just take baby steps with it. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have anything that from waste the waste management side of things that have carried over that you've found just from your experience there that's helped you in the business on the business side of it now? Expenses. Um, we had to run when I was a hauling um, district manager, we ran hauling companies. Um, I actually ran the one here. We ran about 40 trucks a day and uh, he had, it was just line items. You know, you keep track of fuel, you know, uh, maintenance tires uh labor yeah um so some of those things definitely helped me and the way the when the revenue went up you obviously had to spend a little bit more labor to get the revenue and when revenue right. decreased they were expecting you to flex down as well with your labor um and it's the same way here you know august we had a huge month september what so much so obviously you should have less paid hours because mm -hmm. you didn't need that labor and it Took me a little while to figure that out. Yeah. And actually, when you're running your own business, it's easy, easy when you're working for a corporation to say, hey, I don't need you tomorrow. But when you got a staff of seven, you don't right. want to really upset the apple cart too it's much. Funny. And it's a delicate conversation oh, yeah. and you got to get them to buy in and understand. So, mm -hmm. cool. And then your health. So I'm curious too about your health journey then, kind of changing topics on that. But um, so you're doing the icebox stuff every day and we met you through the chiropractic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious about what your chiropractic story is. So how, Dr. Carolyn, how I got hooked up with Dr. Yeah. Carolyn. So um, Drew, who owns Steve's? Base Camp. Oh, oh, Drew, yeah. Drew, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. So he said, uh, he said, John, I've got, I went over to see Dr. Carolyn. He had a kink in his neck or his back or whatever. And he said, I need to hook you up with her. I think this would be, you know, your services is, compatible to theirs and could definitely help some of their parents or patients. So he shot me her cell number and it kind of just went from there. And oh, that's nice. why I'm sitting at the table. So uh, I came in and I've seen her Tuesdays and Fridays. And again, I hadn't felt this good in a long time with doing cryotherapy and coming to you guys. Yeah. Um, I used to have back pains. Um, I went to 
several doctors to, you know, ask them, you know, hey, why do I have this back pain? Right. Do I need surgery, this and that? And all the doctors said, you're running too much. You know, I run probably five days a week. Yeah. You're running too much. You just, you're, you're beating your back up. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm only 47 years old. I ain't going to stop running. Right, I mean, right. I got to sweat, sweat the alcohol out from the weekends, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> got to do, <laughs> do something to feel better. So, uh, but yeah, I've, uh, I haven't felt better in a, since we've, kind of done both of them for nice. a long time and were you skeptical about it at first or you just i've been to a couple chiropractors yeah. but i haven't been consistent like i have and committed like i have this time yeah um you know I've, they've adjusted me and then i'd go back three months later and they adjust me again when i walked right. out i felt great but it's it's same thing that you know kind of cryotherapy i mean you gotta it's a practice you yeah. gotta stay with it and uh, if you do stay with it and you stay the course then you you feel 10 times better I'm a nice. huge believer in it. Cool. Did you grow up here? You from Chapin? Chapin. So, yeah, graduated nice. in 1993. Wow. And you're same with your wife? She's from the big town of Holly Hill. I don't where know if y'all know where that is. <laughs> no. I'm scared to tell you. But, oh, uh, <laughs> I've heard of it. It's uh, basically where 26 and 95 intersect. Yeah. It's a little, Just little a town. Little, really? Little, How'd you guys meet? Uh, in college. So she went to South. We both went to South Carolina. Oh, nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, we're always interested in that story. Did you have yeah. like a line or what was you your pickup line? You winked at her or you said something. Actually, witty. it was a blind date. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I couldn't get rid of her. We're still together. So. <laughs> and she might have a different story. but <laughs> that's, that's how you remember it. Wait, and there's, so you had no idea what you looked like before no, the date. No, no. This so, is before social I media. Know, there's no such thing as a blind date anymore. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If I ever had to go out on the open market and all this online and doing profile stuff, yeah, I'd be. I'm the old school market. where you just go to a bar and you start talking, you know. <laughs> what, and what was the move when you guys first met? Like, did you give her? Did you shake her hand? Oh, or did yeah. You did you hug, hug her? her? I so, didn't know what to do with that. So we went to. We got set up and we went to a. Uh, it was a fraternity sorority party and we had mutual friends and I just went and picked her up and she was like, "Hey." How are you? And got in the car and, you know, it's supposed to be a fun party. You know, it's kind of, I don't yeah. remember. I, yeah. It's probably, it felt awkward probably at first. And then you kind of get into a big social gathering and have yep. a couple cocktails. Yep. And then all of a sudden. Play you know, some drinking games. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Love it. <clears throat> the open market is hilarious to me. <laughs> Nowadays, the open market is crazy. It's wild. Uh, uh, and then, so you've been here in Columbia. What's some of the things that kept you in Columbia? Or what do you like about Columbia? I, born, I was born in big town of Marion, South Carolina. So uh, that's down near the beach, um, right outside of Florence. I hadn't really lived anywhere else. Right. Um, so when we graduated in 98, um, I actually moved to Charleston. My wife, she stayed here and went to, uh, she got her MBA from South Carolina as well. And I was living with her brother in Charleston. And then once she graduated, we lived down there for two years and came back to Columbia. And it's, uh, we've just been here ever since. Oh. We don't know any better, I yeah. guess. Nice. And what do you guys do for fun? Watch the Gamecocks whenever mm -hmm. they're good. Um, <laughs> run around with our kids, you know, watch their sporting events. They keep us busy. Um, my daughter's 12. She rides horses, plays basketball, um, and swims. And then my son, he's a big baseball player and plays football. So it's uh, it's all summer long for us. Yep. Um, that's kind of our 
I guess, enjoyment. And then we try to break away and go on a family vacation yeah. once or twice a year, but it's pretty much wide open yep. um, 12 months a year. Any, so we have, we have, I have two daughters and Tom has two sons and they're not 10 yet, but they're coming on the teenage years. Mm. Um, you have any tidbits for us? Just <laughs> be patient. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Be patient. Uh, I kind of take the, the background approach. I let my wife manage everything. So she's, uh, she's better at it than me. I'll, let fly, the, off, yeah, let yeah, the, I'll fly off the handle in a minute. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> she's more calm and understands. And I'm like, you did what? <laughs> and it's never their fault. I mean, it's no, they always have somebody. To that's blame. right. That's good yeah. stuff. Um, how do people, how do people find you? And what are, what are the hours that you guys are open to? So we're open Monday through Thursday, 9am to 7pm. Okay. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we shut down a little bit early. We're open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Nice. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you can Google uh, High Spots Columbia. It'll take you right to a website. You can um, you can book online right there nice. if you want. Or you can call the um, call the studio at 803-746-6185. Perfect. We'll, we'll get you taken care of. And we'll put all the links in there, too. Perfect. Well, we appreciate you being on. Thanks for taking yes, the time. Sir. Thanks Thank for you. having me. All right. Here. We're here for the health of it. For the health of it.